Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Something Super Spiritual. Thank you so much for being here. I'm your host, Jeffrey Peck, and I wanted to take a moment to introduce today's guest. Debbie Hedberg, aka Freebird Spirit on YouTube, is one of those bright lights that this world absolutely needs. And in this conversation together, we discuss our purpose. And I mean ours, as in collectively, each one of us as a soul, as a spirit, coming into this life. And we get here and we just were like, what am I doing here? This, you know, this, this is hard, <laughs> you know? And we discuss our purpose. We discuss the big question of why are we here and and we discuss the challenges, moving through all those obstacles and taking back our power and really living authentically in our truth, really getting to that place of strength and courageousness and bravery. Because so many of us are told how to be rather than being allowed to be and bloom as we are meant to bloom. And a lot of this is about love, love with a capital L, the real deal, unconditional love, healing love. And it's a really beautiful conversation. The video on YouTube is receiving some great feedback and, and I really appreciate you guys with your comments and your direct messages. Thank you so much for that. Debbie can be found at Freebird Spirit on YouTube. She has a great community along with the others that everybody is just one big family over here. And I'm so honored to be part of it now. It's just, it's a direction that I really resisted going and it's just, it's awesome. It's just, it's amazing. So thank you everybody. And those of you who are YouTube fans, Please join us on the live streams. I'm doing two live streams a week now, Wednesdays at 4.30 and Fridays at 4.30 p.m. Pacific time. The times may change just a little bit depending on who the guest is with me. On Wednesdays, we do a full hour or more of readings. And if I have somebody on the East Coast, then we might start a little bit earlier. If I have somebody from the UK, we're going to definitely be starting earlier. Um, but yeah, you know, join us. The community over here is growing and the people are so friendly and loving and welcoming. And, and the coolest thing to watch is that they're all either friends already in the comments and or the new people that are joining are becoming friends with everybody too. It's really special. You can find me on YouTube at Jeffrey Peck Medium. Thank you, guys. I love you to pieces. Enjoy. Hey there. Thank you so much for listening to Something Super Spiritual. My name is Jeffrey Peck, and I am a psychic medium. If you are seeking conversation with loved ones on the other side or discussion about spirituality, life after life, and anything in between, join me as we discuss all things spirit. We are collectively experiencing a spiritual awakening right now and recognizing that we are much, much more than we once believed. We don't die and life doesn't end. We are eternal spiritual beings living in this crazy 3D virtual world of existence. Let's talk about it. Debbie Hedberg, it's so great to see you. Thank you so much for being here with us on Something Super Spiritual. I'm really honored to have you with us today. Super honored to be here with you and be a part of what I call the the global healing movement. Absolutely. <laughs> and more and more, the more and more we can connect with each other and, and just connect in with the collective and bring healing is just a bonus and let's do it. It's everything. It, it's <laughs> everything. You know, yeah. I was told about maybe six or seven years ago, that I am part of an awakening group of people on the planet that are stepping into this mediumship later in life that whose purpose is to start to help 
wake people up, help people understand that life is, there's a continuity to life. It continues on. It's healing. Let's spread the word and let's build some awareness. So when you said, you know, this community, I love this community. I love it. Yeah. And I call it the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And mm-hmm. that's really what it feels like. And I, I had felt that I had felt that, but I really felt it when I came on to Kevin's show. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I was really afraid of YouTube. You know, I, I started my show last summer after quite a bit of resistance, I must, must say, you know, <laughs> heavens, it, poke, poke, I mean, poke, it, poke, poke. <laughs> it, it, is a, it is a thing. It is a deal. Yeah. You have to break through a lot of things oh. to put yourself out here. Completely. Mm-hmm. So I, I followed the, the nudges of spirit and I got on YouTube in December, I think it was. And then Kevin had me on a show in February and I was, I was scared before, before that show with him. I really was. I mean, I was, I was not just nervous. Let's put it that way. But within minutes, I think it, I mean, within, I don't even know it was, it happened so fast, but the, the embrace, the welcoming, the love, the compassion that I felt from all those hundreds of people watching (laughs) just oozed all over me. And I was like, ah, Wow. Mm-hmm. And so that, that family feeling that you're talking about, I felt it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's a real deal. And, and, you know, as, as the world changes, this is kind of where we connect in these days. Absolutely. And it's through, it's through this type of avenue and to find a space on YouTube to where that family is, is, and so welcome to the family, Jeffrey. Well, thank you. Thank you so <laughs> much for having me. <laughs> <laughs> We're lucky to have you. So, the missing, the missing part that well, we're glad you're here. Well, yeah. thank you. I, I really appreciate that. I met you. I mean, met you. I met you just briefly on, on Kevin's little show last week. You had just put a little comment and he put it up on the screen. And he said to me, remember, he said, oh, Jeffrey, you got to hook up with Debbie. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So I did. Yeah. So here we are. Yay. Um, okay. So Debbie, I, I love, I love what you do as well. I love, I haven't seen many of your shows yet, but I did catch you on Sunday and I I saw the notification a little late. I think I got maybe the last five minutes. I cast, I cast it to my TV and it was you and Kevin and somebody that I hadn't met yet. Is it, was it on the Sunday on the couch one? Yes. Or? Yeah. Yeah. That one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Lisa. Mm-hmm. Yes. Lisa. And I just caught the very end of it. Like I said, and you were wrapping it up with a prayer and it was so beautiful. Oh yeah. The, it, it was the so connecting beautiful. prayer where we all go in and we connect. That is like, I, I love that time when we, we go in because literally I don't know if you joined in, but you can literally see each other. Yeah, I see everyone and we're all in a circle and we're literally connecting in and we're supporting each other. And so no one's alone in carrying any type of burden. We are helping each other with each other's burdens at that moment and literally being able to step in and, and give it over to source in whatever way that works for you. But yeah. One of my favorite things to do on Sundays. Yeah, as we should. You know, we are so much better together. We are. And I'm... <laughs> oh, together we rise. Yes, look at that. <laughs> you are more this one. Oh, yes, that's perfect. If you catch any of my shows, I, I have a different shirt on every time with oh, some kind of something. That's awesome. Yeah. So, okay, Debbie, tell us, tell us about Debbie. What is Debbie's story? When did you step into spirit and the work and the spiritual senses has it been with you your entire life or how did that so it i'm one of those people that it has been but i had to find my way with it because you know of the world that i was born into you know i didn't have language for what was happening i was one of those kids that was terrified in my room because it was always busy with spirit And it was a constant one of those things. But I I don't think I ever, I had a nightlight. I 
I don't ever remember not being woken up in terror because of not understanding the energy sure. that was in my room and, and, or who, who was in my room. And, and because in a child's mind, unless they come in as a, this just beautiful white angel, and even so it's like, this is not, you know, what's going on. It, it's still terrifying. So I was one of those. And I was very sensitive to, I, you know, as an empath, sensitive to emotions and feelings. And, and so I was never, I was very anxious and scared most of the time. Sure. And then to boot, <laughs> I was, I lived in a, a very, very traumatic, I had a very traumatic childhood. So I had that childhood trauma to deal with as well. That being said, as time went on, it, it it's almost like, I can look back and go, okay, that was kind of a plus for me because I lived in the in-between. I had to disassociate to survive. And so I lived in the in-between with my guides and, and spiritual team is what I call them. Yeah. And, and so I had a great understanding of, of that reality. Again, not having words for it. I didn't have the language for it, but I was very aware of it all the time because that's how I survive. Right. And so then as time went on from that, I was a constant seeker of spiritual things and, and communication with spirit one way or another. You know, I dove into the, the Christian thing because that's what was there. And, you know, hands-on healing, anything to do with healing and all that I was into bringing words of knowledge, you know, the whole, I forget what they call that movement now, but where, you know, words of prophecy, you know, we would, anything to do with that, I was diving into that. But it was always, there was always boxes around things. And I, it, I never fit in, in any of these boxes, so to speak. And as time went on, as a seeker, you're constantly growing and seeking and, and, and so forth. And, it, and, you know, I'm here now. Yeah. Uh, and really what threw me this direction is my 18 year old son passed away with a brain tumor and oh. that threw me into really releasing any boxes that I had left in regards to communicating with spirit and, and, and these, and my spirit team and loved ones, anybody's loved ones from the other side and threw me in this direction. I, my traditional work was in psychology. I was a professor. I worked in all areas of psychology that you can imagine. <laughs> but my last 10, 15 years, I worked in an emergency room and a hospital. And, and so I really was able to do a lot of work in the in-between for people. Yeah. In transition or traumas or any of those types of things. So, but now I get to do this full time. Beautiful. Psychic medium. <laughs> Call it that. Yep. 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 <laughs> so, so growing up then, what was your family life like? Were, were you, was it safe to talk about the spirit so, world or what you experienced? They, they kind of just ignored it, I guess. They wouldn't, they, it wasn't like, oh, don't say that. That's of the devil, but they just didn't know what to do with it. Sure. And so it was kind of like, oh, there she goes again, or, you know, they, you know, is she autistic or is she, what's going on with, you know, they just knew I was different. Mm -hmm. I was in the different category. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, that worked for me, but yeah, so I would know, you know, the phone's going to ring and it's, you know, it's grandpa and he's, he's going to want to know about blah, blah, blah. And I would be five years old and sure enough, the phone would ring. It would be my grandfather and he'd be wanting to know blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, my, my mom would just go, oh, okay. You know, just never, never really addressing it. It was more like ignoring it. Just glossed <laughs> over it. Glossing over it. <laughs> yeah. Things like that. Uh-huh. And sure. or seeing spirits or anything like that. They're like, okay, well, you do you. <laughs> When you would see them, did you see them objectively or um, with your inner eye? Inner eye. I think that I had some experiences when I was really little seeing them objectively. And it was too, it was so terrifying. They, they, it was stopped. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They backed um, off. They backed off of that. But I always knew when they were, it was almost like, I wish I would see them objectively because it, it then I then learned like, I know some, I know you're here, you know what I mean? And I, but I can't see you objectively, but it did train my inner eye to see. So that there's that, but it was almost more scary because then I'm like, I, I, I don't know what you look like. You know what I mean? Like, that. right. Right. But then it grew into developing that, that stronger inner eye type thing. Mm -hmm. How long has it been for you since you've been doing this full time? Okay. So I, I was pushed out of my traditional work by my spirit team. <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> and so that would have been in 2016 and I stepped directly into doing this full time. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Open that door. I, I saw too that you are a Reiki master teacher. Yes. Yes. And I love that. I can relate so much with that because that's how I woke up. Basically in 2006, I went to become attuned to the Reiki for my mother. You know, she suffered with fibromyalgia and osteoarthritis and all that. And nothing was helping her, right? Nothing was mm -hmm. helping. So when I, and I, I say accidentally, when I accidentally had it happen during a massage, <laughs> the lady said, I think I'm supposed to do Reiki on you. And I was like, well, what's that? You know, and I said, well, okay, go ahead. And then I felt it. And when she told me that any of us can do it and that mm -hmm. it's a healing process. And I thought, well, you know, what do we have to lose? So I found a Reiki master and the side effect for me was that it just, it ignited all the spiritual senses. Pow. <laughs> yeah. Damn, and that's how it happened. Yeah. Oh, it does. It does. And I've I've talked to more and more people that have had that same experience. It's interesting. Isn't that a beautiful avenue though to to be able to it, it's such a you know, as someone comes to you for that healing, it's such a vulnerable space and and they're inviting you in that space to bring healing and then these beautiful messages come in you're in you're literally doing that in between for them and reiki is such a a beautiful avenue to to bring those two together yeah and it doesn't have to be reiki so people are like i don't do reiki but i i do get i mean i do feel like a because back in the day, you know, healing hands and then messages coming through, it it yeah. wasn't through Reiki, but it was still, it's just energy moving guys. And yes. so it doesn't have to be that, that platform, but it certainly is a, a beautiful platform and you do have these structures that you can utilize. But if I'm going to, if I would give anybody something right now in this, that is just a starting point. Mm -hmm. Make it your own between you and your spirit team and how you move that energy. Make it your own. That's just a Reiki is just a starting point for you to really jump into that energy moving. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. And I, I appreciate too that you said, you know, it's that's just one avenue. You know, you spoke of healing hands. You know, that was happening along same oh, time yeah. Reiki was, you know, Reiki was yeah. one oh, yeah. road and healing hands is another road. And, and yeah, it, it's all tapping into that divine energy, period. Exactly. You know, period. And so find your avenue mm -hmm. and, and, and do it. Yeah. Yeah. I knew, I knew this one gal who was a massage therapist and she was amazing. She was incredible. You know, when we are doing Reiki treatments with people and our hands heat up usually, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she wasn't attuned to Reiki. She didn't have any particular hands-on healing training or, or mm -hmm. attunements, you know, or anything like that. She was just naturally dialed in. She was plugged right. in, you know, Exhausting, yeah. and, and she was, she was a fire hose of energy <laughs> and it, and, and that really made me realize, and this was early, early in my coming to understand Reiki and energy that that there are it's all the same thing that's it it's all the same thing and she understood it she understood where it was coming from she wow. understood that it wasn't her and she just allowed it to be what it was supposed to be it's beautiful or is it her 
Well, isn't that a big question? I mean, isn't that, that a big that's question? That's a very big question. Yeah. <laughs> she always said it wasn't her. So I actually no, I, I know. I, I know. thought I'm of just, that. I'm just teasing. <laughs> oh, so when yeah, we it's something when to we, think about. Yeah, when we connect into our soul self, our our spirit self, is that is that who is bringing in that right? That connection. To I kind of love that thought. Yeah. Because it is us. Right. On some level. On <laughs> <Not> some level. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, so when you, when you became attuned to Reiki and you started to do work with people, mm-hmm. as you had said, you know, let it become yours. Did you, how do I want to ask this? Did you do more than just give the Reiki? Did you, did you do readings at the same time? Did you mm-hmm. like do chakra work and, and mediumship and whatever yeah. came through whatever came through it was very eclectic you come in it's going to be this will be this is not going to be the same as it was for the person who came before yeah. you yeah. because it's for you right so it it would be different every single time <laughs> i i i can say too that i do get a language i get a spirit language that comes in as soon as i step in it's like we're all you know we're my spirit team and we're, we're stepping into this healing and this language starts to come through as well. And, and that literally guides the, the time or where the direction for the, of course, the, the person coming, the client or however you want to say that coming for the healing or the session, they have their intentions as well Mm -hmm. and they can place those intentions, but I always encourage them to be open to what spirit what spirit wants to to do and release any boxes we try to put around it here (laughs) right yes with our intentions it's okay to put those intentions up there but be open and and uh, don't put it in a box because they have big stuff for you well and you know i say that all the time too there's an intelligence to spirit that we can't even wrap our mortal brains around no and that's why i love the language Mm because We don't have the words. Mm-mm. We don't have it in our English language. And so this language that comes through is beyond our world. And so I, but the same as like what you're saying, it, it it's beyond us, what spirit is doing. So we let's not put it in a box. Yes. Yeah. You know, I've had people come for our treatment with, like you said, their intentions let's say their back hurt, they hurt their back, whatever, whatever. And that was their only intention. And that was their main intention. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, okay, you know, that's great and all let's work on your back, but also be open. Don't let that intention be your wall (laughs) because there's a lot more that's going to have to happen. Exactly. And the thing is, the the message from that back pain might just be the initial you who that, that it, something it, else has to be addressed 100% yeah so for those who are listening yeah let's unbox some of those intentions how would we reward some of so take a look at how we would reward some of our in, own intentions just for the day, just for yeah. whatever. I love it. Releasing boxes, releasing walls. It's a constant struggle. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> I mean, you know, years and years ago, ba- way back in the day. So I, I became attuned to the Reiki in 2006. And right after that, you know, as 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 a seeker, you know, you're kind of led down your path and and this comes in up in front of you and this comes in front of you and this comes in front of you. One of the first things was Dorian Virtue for me back in the day. Mm-hmm. And and yeah. it was so interesting because suddenly it was hands-on healing that turned into all of a sudden the angels are part of my life. And I started to experience all of this newness when I would give myself Reiki treatments, I started to see and sense beings and, and 
colors and, and it was a light show behind my eyelids, you know? Yeah. And, and I didn't understand what was happening. And so the way that I was kind of nudged in that bookstore to the shelf where Dorian Virtue, Virtue was right in front of me, it was my opening to angels, guides, mediumship, you know, and I wanted to ask you within your journey, I know that it started early on for you, but did you ever consciously work with angels, guides? Do you have people that say, who are my guides? What, what are their names? Yeah. yeah. You know, what All the time. Yeah. Everybody wants, I, I was conscious about my guides, but I didn't have words for that. Right. I didn't know they were my guides. I just knew they were present and helping me. The one thing I do want to bring in here is I, I knew Jesus before I knew Jesus, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. I literally, that was, that was one where I had a name. So when I heard Jesus out here in this world, I'm like, I already know him, but you know, cause I already knew him. But what they were saying of him was a little different than what I knew of him. And so that was always a little confusing for me, but interesting. So, yeah. So I, that was one guy that I knew I, and I had a name for the others, light beings, different. I would see, they were like people to me. They look like people to me. I don't have, I didn't have names or anything, but I knew that they were helping me mm -hmm. and all in my mind's eye. Yeah. Again, the the physical manifestations stopped early on, probably when I was like five or six years old, because of being scared so many times. Mm -hmm. It's startling. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> you know what, I mean? mm -hmm. <laughs> what do you do? And and just being because of I lived in an outer world of terror to have that happening. They didn't. I feel like now I understand it. It was like they kind of stopped that from happening. So, so I wouldn't be terror all the time. I'd, I wouldn't have made it very long. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> no kidding. But. What was challenging for you as you recognized that this was your calling? You know, when, when spirit, when we, when we hear that calling, we feel that calling and there might be resistance. I know I experienced resistance and then the calling becomes a little louder and a little louder. And then it's like, it's no longer a calling. It's more of a yelling, <laughs> you, <laughs> right. know? you know, when spirit comes to your front door and you don't answer, they'll go to your back door. They'll go to your sliding glass door. They'll go to your side window. If you're hiding behind the couch, shh, we're not home. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll keep knocking. So yeah. when you recognize that that was, that's where you needed to go, where you needed to be, that, that healing and working with people and and helping people, lifting people, inspiring people. After you recognize that, what what was your what challenged you? Well, I always, I, you know, I always found an avenue to do something, some kind of helping, some kind of helping. My thing was always helping others find the diamond within themselves that they could also have this experience with their, with spirit, with spirit team, with their spirit team and the, and totally. they're, they're connected, you know, and my challenge was the world and, and how they perceived what I was doing and perceived me and how they would continually put me and try to put me in boxes. And when I say they, it was what, whatever, if with the Christian group, you know, it was like, oh, you're, that's, you know, do you think you're a prophet? You know, you're just a woman, you know, you're nothing, you know, whatever, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. it was constantly trying to push it down. And I was just constantly trying to fly and trying to help people to see that they could fly as well. And so that was the challenge, basically, to answer your question was other people and yeah. how they view what I was doing. And then overcoming that, overcoming the idea that I had to play by the rules. Yes. And I, I don't have to play by the rules. You know, it, it's so true. And that is, well, I was going to say can be, no, that is a difficult piece in it. You know, it, it's, it's, it, it takes some 
real work on your insides to get to the place where you don't care what anybody thinks anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean, there YouTube are some will of help you. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Being on YouTube will help you. That is so true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it does take some work. It, that was that was one of my fears too. You know, just the the cynics, the haters, the haters that always wanting to put you in a box for whatever reason that they you know they see the world. They view the world through their own lens. And I get that. Mm -hmm. And they want you to view the world through their lens as well. That's their big fight. And if you mm -hmm. don't, then then something's wrong. And and that's that's the challenge of being a human and trying to figure that all out. And I I understand that. But I had to understand it for myself as well. What were the boxes I was putting myself in? Yeah. Why, why was I succumbing? to other people's belief systems that they would put on me to make them feel comfortable. Right. So I had to, I had to really do a lot of inner work and surrender to step out and go, I'm doing it my way mm -hmm. and, and that's okay. And mm -hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't look like yours. It doesn't look like yours. It doesn't look like anybody's it's mine. And that's perfect because that's what we're supposed to all be doing. Yes. And so even in our, in our group of media, psychic mediums, you, there's certain expectation and certain roles. And again, I, I refuse to, to be a part of that. I, I'm not going to be a part of any roles. I will be always guided by my spirit team mm -hmm. in whatever, whatever it is. And if I find myself trying you know, going underneath a rule or a box of some sort of anybody's belief system. It's it's just offering me another opportunity to to step more into my my soul self. Yes. And it it's for you too and for those watching and listening. Yes. It's just opportunities to become more you. Because if you're recognizing it, then you're recognizing this is not me. So stepping back towards you, your true North. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. That was really beautifully stated. So beautifully that I completely forgot what I was going to ask you next. <laughs> I love when that happens. That happens oh my gosh. Yeah. That was awesome. Along your journey. Did you ever, did you ever have any teachers, mentors along the way? I did, I, you know, I, I had friends that I would, that, you know, that we would nudge each other as we grew, you know, and I have to say one of, one of my biggest teachers actually is my partner and she came into my life at a very significant point of, of breakthrough for me and because in order to really, really heal others and love and really step into love and light and, and that healing, you, you have to love yourself. Mm. And I absolutely did not oh. 100% at all because of my tra traumatic childhood, you know, mm -hmm. that I literally was born into, <laughs> you shouldn't be here. Um, oh. so I had to work through that and I was still even, so I, I would have to say, I always call her my guru because <laughs> oh. she, she just, uh, she's very enlightened. She's a healer herself, a psychic medium healer person as well, but very enlightened. So was able to break through my thousand foot thick wall that I mm -hmm. was hiding behind. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Taught me to love myself. That's hard. Or understand, understand how to love myself. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or or even what it means. Or yeah. even what it means. Because yeah. we laugh about it all the time because she would say something positive to me and I would get mad. <laughs> I'm like Nah, you know what I mean? I would <laughs> literally change, you know, because it was just, I was so 
in defense, you know, I, I keep seeing the nine of wands. I was so in defensive of, of, I am not lovable. I am so unlovable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Deep in there, whatever, oh, and yeah. you're unconscious even. So, and I was living it out very strong. She broke through my guru. Ooh, that's a challenge. Mm -hmm. It was. Uh, yeah, that's a challenge completely. I and we all that. have, yeah, and we all have, we continue to learn that that's not something that's learned over you know no we get beat up and in our childhood and then we the rest of our life is learning <laughs> to, to break the the narratives that just are not true completely that we've taken on yeah and so it's a daily thing yeah how how would you advise any of our listeners who might be feeling in that place that that place with with their own thousand foot walls that are barriers to you know to other people to themselves yeah first of all it would be recognizing that you are behind a thousand foot wall and that you've created this space of extreme loneliness and isolation within yourself you could be surrounded by a ton of people and you're sitting in this room completely isolated and alone and there could be a hundred people there that's a good sign that you are behind that wall Mm -hmm. also how you respond to people sharing love with you sharing selflessness or anything like that with you how do you respond do you respond like this or do you respond like oh yeah bring it on in i mm -hmm. love yeah let's let's connect those are mm -hmm. some things to look for and you mentioned that you had a psychology background. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this this response that we're talking about that people might have is that called is that considered a trauma response? Like it like is a, a, like a a response of protection, safety, security, mm -hmm. esteem, mm -hmm. that kind of trauma. One hundred percent. And you don't have to look back at your life and you're like, well, I had a great life. Like I didn't, I didn't. My parents were great. I didn't. Trauma can come at any level, at levels that you wouldn't recognize as trauma. It could have been an experience on the playground, you know, where something happened and it got in there and all of a sudden that all, you know, so it doesn't have to be the big traumas that people talk about. Right. It could be, it could have been a small thing. It could have been a loss of a, of a, of a pet that you loved dearly and you, it was so hurtful that you put that wall up. Yes. And that it could be simple words that were used that you thought were no big deal, but they were a big deal. And you learned to protect yourself from them, that you weren't worthy. It could have just been actions in the house that showed you that you weren't that that you weren't worthy. And we don't want to listen to you. You don't have a voice. These types of things. So it doesn't have to be big trauma for no. this to take for you to still need to be working through some of these narratives and stuff that we've placed on ourselves. I think as, since we're talking about this and, and traumas and everything, I think, I think traumas can also set in as adults. Yes. No, yes. I mean like, like a, a horrendous divorce yes. or, or a tragic loss. Unexpected. Yes. Yeah. It, it, they, they also, as an adult, they, they throw you into an opportunity to also look at past stuff and, and then the present as well. But sure. yes, but yes, there are opportunities. So we would tell people to recognize how they are responding to the people in their life, to situations in their life. Are they yeah, check, see, look at the patterns? It's important to really tap in here on, because emotions, your emotion level are, you know, some people will say, well, you know, I don't cry. I, you know, I'm strong. Re okay. That, that's how you're defining strength is because you don't have an emotion about something that is emotional. Mm -hmm. You should be crying, mm -hmm. right? It's okay. But see, they've been told 
you're oh look how strong you are you're you're not even crying right so that's a narrative that's a piece so even down to that that is showing you that there there's some issues they've been told that crying is weak right and so look how strong i am i'm not crying so then where does all that go because there, it, it is emotional. We're here to to experience emotions. We're here to cry, to laugh, yeah, to get mad, to feel things, you know, to have joy. So where does that go? Because not only you're not crying, you're not laughing either. And if you are laughing, it's not that laughing. Laughing is just you know a, a response. So, yeah the the muted emotions is a good sign that there needs to be some work done you want to live right you want to live out loud we do want to live out loud and in our truth authentically Mm -hmm. that's self-love that is self-love and i want to revisit just what you just said about living in your truth and authentically, guess what the world has tried to take away from you your whole life? Your truth and you living in authentically. 100%. You just turn on the TV and it's trying to do that. Oh. Everything around you is trying to take that away from you. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. So I like that point. Hmm. The cultural spells are out there. Yep. And they run deep. They run deep. Yeah. So just being aware of it is a first of that's, that's a huge part of the battle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. (laughs) That was, that was good. That again, again, I was just, you know, all uh, in the, in the thick of feeling all of this and yeah, I just kind of lost my way for a minute. As we all, that's what it's like to be on the in in the in between and trying to come back and forth. Yeah. So you come in here, you're channeling, and then but then you have to to come is back and forth, back and forth. So it makes sense to to the pauses and the reflection and where am I? Where yes. am I? What are we doing? <laughs> <Yes>. Oh. <laughs> Okay, you know what? One of the questions that I get often being a medium and all the experiences that we have as mediums as we are talking to the people in spirit and and for our sitters in front of us, with your experience, a lifelong experience, what do you think happens after we die? I think we we, we re-emerge to our 100% spirit self. And so I'm not... I, I would almost take away the die word mm-hmm. and just call it a reemerging. You know, some people say they're transitioning, you know, yep. they're, they're, I call it a reemerging to our spirit self. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you've ever watched any NDE tell their story oh, and them reemerging into their spirit self and how easy that was, you know, what was hard for them popping back in. <laughs> yes. That's where it was painful and coming back in. So I like to call it re-emerging into your spirit self because literally y- you are you, but then your spirit, you're like, oh, and then you're looking down at your body, you're like, oh, who was that? Oh, that that was Debbie. Oh, I did Debbie that I, I I was Debbie this time around. Okay. You know. So I I don't <laughs> I, I'm I'm pulling I, Pulling you, Jeffrey, because I don't remember what the question was, but <laughs> it's okay. I call it reemerging. <laughs> I love that. I love that. You know, I've had people ask me that many times, and and I and it's it, my feeling when these eyes close, our spiritual eyes open right up. Like it's like yeah. there's there's not even a it's it's not scary. It's not difficult. It's not. It's just like I think I heard somebody say the other day. It's like walking into another room. It's like exactly. You know. Yeah. Oh, okay. I remember your question. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. What happens? Yeah. When we cross, pass, <laughs> die. Yeah. <laughs> and literally, so it's just a reemerging and it's just so free from the burdens. And, and it's, 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 it's 
it, it, it's just it's coming it's coming back that's the hard part it, it's yeah. being in this body that's hard and so we we automatically put this scary thing on death or the re-emerging of spirit self yeah and it's not it's not it's it's that's reality yeah why, why do you think we're here i think we're here to experience love and i know that when you re-emerge <laughs> and you're on the other side that's that's love that's 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 pure the pureness of what love is you are love i am love we are love we are made out of love our cells are love but it, here we're to experience to experience things at 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 a different level than uh, on a more physical level this question is so big and i and i'm trying to use english words for it what I'm shown here with this, this experience here, but literally it is purpose to bring us, we, we do grow. We do, we do reemerge expanded and with a deeper understanding of love. If you were in the midst of love, that realm of a bubble of love and never experienced different emotions different anger or hurt or any of those emotions the duality love is just love right mm -hmm. you just don't you don't know any different and until you experience something and then you're like whoa yes i i i i understand now i want to be in this i want to be in this love because i understand the opposite of it or i understand what it's like to be separate from it yeah. The illusion of being separate. Yeah. That's a doozy. Yeah. I was trying to think of anything else that I've experienced with this and heard why we why are we here? And it's just really love. I mean. I was period. just going to say, I was just going to point to your hat too. <laughs> period. Yeah. And you period. Know, I, I always say that. So, you know, I, these are hats that I have, you know, that this is free bird spirit. These are hats that I designed, but because we're always asked, why am I here? Well, mm -hmm. love to love, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's it in a, in a nutshell, but there's so much, there's so much more to it. Please seek, everyone, keep seeking that. Keep asking that question. Keep looking. Yeah. It's true. And it's so easy to get thrown off and 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 immersed in, in this life where it's confusing and upsetting and scary. Yes. And people are mean and scary <laughs> you know it's it's very very easy to forget that and to love in the face of that opposition to remember to love in the face of those challenges yes the challenging people who might have abused us or abandoned us betrayed us, all of that, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, keep seeking. Yeah. Because, you know, even though we have the word love, that's our language for it, but it's mm -hmm. really a vibration. So it's really stepping into the vibration of this word is what we're really hoping for you all. And for me, for I'm hoping for myself, you know, that we learn how to step into the vibration of this word because it's bigger than this word. This is the only, but this is what we have to wrap our mind around, right? It's we, true. we have this word. It's a vibration and stepping into that vibration. So, so when you're offered an, an opportunity and you're in the room of, of some, you know, a, you know, someone that may have hurt you to step into the vibration of love, it doesn't look like you're, it doesn't always, it wouldn't look like you're going up to them and giving them a hug. You're just literally vibrating this. 
And in that, you're healing and and changing and changing their vibration as well, and bringing healing and enlightenment to them as well, just by being in this frequency. You don't have to say or do anything. It's yes. literally just standing in the vibration. But yes, <laughs> I went off on a tangent. No, that's okay. These tangents are great. Okay. You know, and 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 how does and how does that look? You know, how does that look? If if somebody you're on, driving down the freeway, somebody very rudely, very aggressively cuts you off in traffic. <laughs> How does love look in that moment? You know, you take a deep breath. You think about where that person must be on their insides in this moment. Yeah. Probably yeah. pretty upset, probably pretty stressed, probably pretty scared. Mm -hmm. And it's accessing the compassion inside. Yeah. It's not reacting in with the same level of aggression, fear, it's consciously responding from that place mm -hmm. of love. Yeah. And so that's part of it is learning the more you don't react to life and the more you respond to life, that's going to be helpful to you. Right. Now it's okay. You know, give yourself a break, you yes. know, WTF. I just got cut off. What the, you know, <laughs> but then yes. because you are human and that's okay. But then, then grasping onto that and, and then go, okay, I'm going to choose to respond from this space and connect in and understand, okay, oh, I see. Oh, and then you have an idea of the morning that person had. Yeah. The spirit told you. And you're yeah. like, oh, okay, well, I send love and light to them as they That's move it. forward and, and keep others safe from this person. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's a great possibility that they just did not even notice that they had done and that to you didn't and even however many that. other people along the way, you know? All the um, time. They're right. in their own little world and they yeah. don't even send them off with prayer. Yeah. yeah. That's, it, accessing, it's a, that's accessing a little bit of unconditional love right there. That's right. And I, I feel like, you know, we're here to experience things and we are going to be provided opportunities every day Ooh. to step into the energy of love. Yeah. The cynics we were talking about earlier, the cynics, the haters, the people that just, you know, their way or the highway and that this isn't real or it's not, you know, it's all hocus pocus or woo woo or whatever. The truth of the matter is they have literally just completely forgotten who they are. They, exactly. Mm-hmm. And disconnected. That, that's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They've just completely forgotten who they are. And so, yeah, let's remember, let's remember everyone who we are. And sometimes it's a daily, remember who you are. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> it's the truth. It, it can be many times a day. Many <laughs> times a day. Many times a day. And oh my I gosh, also, it's so I, true. I, I feel like I'm supposed to speak to, there's some, there's a few people watching or listening that need this that are feeling disconnected from spirit right now and i just want you to know that spirit has not left you you're still connected into the collective here and this is just an opportunity to really kind of step into these energy centers and ask for your spirit team to to start maneuvering <laughs> spinning them in the right direction for you and bring that healing but that is a that's a that's a lonely place to be oh. when you feel disconnected and we don't want you to feel i i there's times i feel disconnected and yeah. it is i i hate that space yeah. and i i don't like to be there very long <laughs> and no. i will yeah you know i know that i i, I there are times in, in this work where i feel completely disconnected and in my heart and consciously, I know that we're never disconnected. I know that all my team, my gang, my entourage, my loved ones, I know we are never, ever, ever alone. But there are times where we just feel alone. Yeah. And I find for myself, 
my first acknowledgement in coming out of that starts with gratitude. Yes. And it's just, <laughs> it's just gratitude of, of maybe just gratitude of recognizing that. Let's just start there. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. so thankful. I remember that, you know, <laughs> it could be the smallest thing. Start yeah. there, start mm -hmm. there. And, and, and just continue every day just to be grateful for that one little thing, whatever it is. And then the next thing, and then build on that and build on that. And slowly but surely you are crawling out of whatever that was that, you know, yes. I should say slowly I crawl out of whatever I fell into. Yes. <laughs> I will crawl out <laughs> one little grateful moment at a time to, to the next for sure. And, and we are here for you. Yes. Debbie is here for you. I am here yes, for you. Kevin are, is here for are. you. So many of us are here doing this work mm -hmm. to remind you that we are all in this together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And love is where it's at. That's it. Period. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie, that's a beautiful place to end. So why don't you tell people where they can find you? If you have any events coming up or remind us of your shows when they are. Oh gosh, I have to get the list out. <laughs> so you can find me on Freebird Spirit. So on the World Wide Web, <laughs> freebirdspirit.com. And that is my website and it has calendar and where you can, if you would like to have a private reading with me or healing session or mentor, I do mentor life coaching mentorship as well. So those opportunities are there for you to, to schedule at your own convenience. And as well as I do have a little merch shop because I'm, I also love creating and, and, and I have an artistic side to myself. So I have a little merch shop too. So you can check that out at your convenience if you want. And my shows, I have many. <laughs> So I'm always on YouTube and my YouTube is Freebird Spirit YouTube. And so there's many different things that I, I offer. I am a social justice activist. So you will see me doing a lot of more political feel. Current events is what I call it. Current topics. Awesome. In fact, I did, I do, I did one today, but so on and, and Monday nights we do women empowered women empower women and it's a mediumship night and we we generally talk we bring in women from history and talk to them on the other side and bring messages in for us for today and and kind of they bring clarity of when they were here and so that's a fun night and it's for everyone and last Monday, just for an example, we did the divine feminine energy and that was really interesting oh beautiful. And so we do that. And then we do, I do news flash Friday and that's a current event one. And then Sundays we do on the couch and that's, that varies from week to week from personal to dreams to, to then current events. Again, we do, I also do on Mondays. How can I forget fur day Monday? So I do, we do animal readings. I do, I collab with Mark Atha, spirit whisperer. And we do animal readings on Monday. Awesome. Yeah. And then every other week we do a healing night and that's with Kevin and the gang. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. So as you can see, there's so many and, and I, I really didn't see anybody taking notes, so that's okay. Just go to my channel, click that bell <laughs> and you'll be alerted to when any of these things go on. Fantastic. Ooh. Yeah. Free bird spirit. Yeah, free bird spirit. Debbie, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you. What an honor to hang out with, with you and your spirit team. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Well, everybody, thank you so much for being here with us again this week. And we'll be back again next week with another exciting guest. Yay. Thank you again for listening to the Something Super Spiritual Podcast. If you know someone who would enjoy this episode, please do share it with a friend. For show notes, links, and to purchase a mediumship reading, my website is somethingsuperspiritual.com. You can also easily subscribe and follow the show on your favorite app, sign up for my newsletter for bonus content, 
And to keep the conversation going, you can easily join the Facebook community. It's all right there at the website, somethingsuperspiritual.com. Signing off for now, namaste. Thank you.